0: To appreciate the top, you need to know uh, the bottom. If you can open up your Bible with me to Luke uh, 7th chapter, uh, starting at verse uh, 36. And as you turn there, I want you to look to see yourself in here. Be real as you look, because sometimes you act like you don't know where the bottom is. You act like you have always been on top. Uh, But I want you to look and see, is Jesus talking to you? So you can learn to appreciate the top, because you do know uh, the bottom. Uh, Luke 7, chapter, verse uh, 36, the Word of God says, One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to... Eat with him. He went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. Verse 37. And a woman in the city who was a sinner, having learned that he was eating in the Pharisee's house, bought an alabaster jar of ointment. She stood behind him at his feet. Weeping and began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair. Then she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him. That she is a sinner. Jesus spoke up and said unto him Simon I have something to ask you. Teacher he replied speak. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii, the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debts. For both of them now, for both for both of them now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered I suppose the one whom he had canceled the greater debt. And Jesus said to him, you have judged rightly. You may be seated. As you take to your seat, tell somebody to appreciate the top. You need to know the bottom. See, the bottom of a barrel is the darkest part. And when you're in the dark, you learn to appreciate. The light. Uh, this Pharisee here decides to invite Jesus to his place. This Pharisee wants to learn a little bit more about this Jesus that was just telling his John the uh, the Baptist disciples that I am He, and so this Pharisee said, "Let me bring him into my house and see what he's all about." Uh, this Pharisee is sitting up high. This Pharisee is the leader in his community. This Pharisee has a status that's above some other people who are not Pharisees. And so he is uh, seems to be dignified and honored to have Jesus in his house. Basically, it's sort of like this. Say that Barack Obama came to Peoria and he was at your house. You will be feeling important at that moment, at that time. You will be telling everybody how important I am because he's at my house. You will feel as if you are at the top, and you wouldn't want those people that look that don't look like you, that don't dress like you, that don't shop at the same stores you shop, they don't drive the same brand of car you drive. You you would say you're not allowed to come in my house because uh, I'm in good company. But he act like he's never been at the bottom. At the bottom is where the enemy tries to keep you. He wants you to look at where you are and makes you think that you can only stay there. But I want you to understand that when you're at the bottom, you can always look up. There's nowhere else to look but to look up. You may be at the bottom, but at least you know there is a top. You may be down in the darkness, but at least you can see the light. So even when you're at the bottom, tell somebody, look up. The bottom does not have to be your current condition. This woman comes to Jesus. And, and I, I I like how the Bible oftentimes speaks of people that have no names. You may not know their name, but you always know their condition. Laman was helped by a servant woman. You don't know her name, but you know her condition. She came from, from 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 Jerusalem as a slave, and she served. But she said, Master, there's a prophet in Samaria. John uh, Jonathan's armor-bearer, you don't know his name, but he told his master, if you say so, I'll follow. I'm glad that the Bible is full of people that don't have names, because I can relate to them. I'm standing up here right now, and, and I'm just two years into my ministry, and I don't have a name. I, I look up to the name of Pastor Gibson because I heard his name since I was a kid. And you understand, I've I seen him preach, and I've seen him grow, and I realize, man, that's an awesome man of God. And I realize I have no name. But just as God started him, didn't nobody know his name. They know his name now. He could do the same with you. See, see, a lot of us need to realize what it takes to start growing and building. A lot of us, a lot of us look at somebody's glory, but they don't know their story. See, I, I can look at Pastor but I don't know all the hard that he's been through. I, I can't imagine what he's been through. And, and I, that's why I talk to him. And, and whenever I get a chance, to go over to sit next to him because I know I can learn something from him. And this woman comes to Jesus, realizing that I can learn something from Jesus. I, I've been through some stuff, but yet it seems like he's got it together. It seems like a lot of people come to him. A lot of people come to him with heartaches and pains and problems, but they walk away better. And the problem is that Pharisees should be doing that for the people. That went over somebody. said, let me slow it down. The problem is the Pharisees should be doing that for the people. But instead of speaking of the people, he speaks down to the people. He, he, he says to himself, you see that in the text? He said to himself he did not talk out loud. He did not write a note. He did not text message anybody or email them or put it on a billboard or on his MySpace page. He just said to himself, if Jesus is a prophet, he would know who is touching him, and who she is is a sinner, how far removed we are, that we forget where we come from, that we act like we always had it together, like nobody came near us when we was a sinner. Like nobody talked to us when we were a sinner. Like nobody came to help us out when we were a sinner. We act like we already had it together. How in the world can a sinner find Christ when we don't go talk to him? I wish I had some help here this morning. <laughs> Jesus is making himself available. And he sits down at the table. And a woman heard that Jesus went to the Pharisee's house. And what I like about this is that she knows... The Pharisee criticizes her. She knows, the Pharisee knows all about her business, but she is willing to face humiliation for her to find some healing. See, see, Jesus forgives us to set us free. She's locked down at the body. She has no other place to look but up. And she's hurt so much that all she can do is cry. Have you been there before? I'm not talking about at a funeral. I'm talking about at a time when you are emotionally hurt. A time that you know you did wrong and... You're trying to make it right, but it seems that every time you try to make it right, it just gets worse. A time when you try to find some help, everybody turns you away. The time that you try trying to get somebody to listen to you, they turn a deaf ear. The time when you knock on the door, they put up the sign is closed. The time you went to the bank, it told you you don't have enough. The time you try to get somewhere, but all you could find was a traffic jam. I'm talking about the time when everything was going against you. All you could do was just cry. She was just crying. It says she stood at the door weeping. Crying. So much she could cry a river. So much she could cry to set a bath. You know how you turn your faucet on to set your bath? And you let the water run long enough so you got enough to wash yourself. She let the water run run long enough so she could wash Jesus' feet. See, when you're at the bottom, you appreciate the light. And when you're at the bottom, you realize the people you hurt. You realize the, the hurt that you have left. And when you are hurting, that's when you learn to appreciate love. Let me help somebody out. It's easy to love somebody who's always nice to you. It's easy to love somebody who always pats you on the back. It's easy to love your boss because he always signs off your paycheck. That's easy love. But when somebody's unlovable, when somebody does not treat you right, when somebody acts like they don't know your name, when somebody's not willing to give you credit when credit is due, can you still love them? Because that's the time you realize, man, did I act that way? Was I really that bad, Did I really tear somebody down like I did? Uh, Why am I here all by myself? I started blaming everybody else, but I've been here by myself. I realize I've been bad all by myself. I can't blame anybody else. It was me. It was me. It was me. Has anybody been there before? If you haven't been there before, I just want you to take the time when you go home and look in the mirror. All the problems that you're going through, you try to blame somebody. You better take the time and really look at yourself. You end up there because you chose to get there. Going to blame somebody else. But yet she comes. Because at the bottom, she learns to appreciate love. And she comes crying. I like that she's setting the bath for Jesus' feet. and She gets down and her tears rinse off the dirt off of Jesus' feet. I'm going to say that again. Her tears rinsed off the dirt off of Jesus' feet. I'm going to say it again because some people are missing this. Jesus was wearing sandals, not sneakers, y'all. And he was walking through some sand. I don't know what the conditions were that day. It might have been raining that day. It might have been a real messy street that day. They didn't have street sweepers. A horse, a camel, a donkey could have dropped something. He might have stepped on it. But he, she got down and was willing to get close enough to his feet to cleanse his feet. Not only did she rinse off his feet with her teeth, but she took her hair as a washcloth and started massaging his feet to get in that dirt off. Anybody ever had a pedicure before? You don't know how good it feels when somebody gets on your feet to, to massage and get that dirt off and, and to make it clean. She took the time said, I don't have a washcloth. I, I don't have a towel, but I have what I have, and that's my hair. And I'm going to wipe his feet off, and I'm going to kiss him. And as I keep on kissing them, I'm going to anoint them with oil. And I'm going to do this even while that Pharisee is looking at me, knowing all about my business. I, I want to tell this to somebody. You might, you, this might, this might only preach to one person here, or maybe this is the only thing you're going to give. But we're listening here. A lot of people know your business, and you walk around like they don't know. And one day you're going to have to face it. But what will you do? This woman's business is all out in the street because we don't know her by name. We know her by that woman that is a sinner. As you talk about, you know, that crook that lived down the end of my street. You know, you know, uh, I'm in the house on the Alley. Like they don't stay there. my bad, my bad. I'm going to still walk down your street, though. You know that person. Be stealing from the, the, the cash register. You know that person that be cheating on their tax returns. You know that person that's sleeping around with somebody else. Uh, you know you be talking about folks. I'm sorry, but maybe y'all two still at the top, huh? Y'all forgot what had been at the bottom, huh? Mm, maybe just get somebody on the way home. But you see, Jesus empathizes with those at the bottom. Because those who are at the bottom are the reason why he came. He came because those who are at the bottom, he wants to lift them up. And this woman is downtrodden. This woman is beaten down. And, and Jesus realized that this Pharisee needs some help. He said to the Pharisee, Pharisee, uh, uh, your name is Simon. Simon, do you understand here? Uh, two men owed a debt. One owed 500. A pieces of silver or denarii. One owed 50. Both debts were canceled. He asked them, who We'll love more. Oh, the one with the bigger debt. Uh, Jesus, that was too easy. I'm smarter than that. I know who's touching your feet. You want to ask me a simple question like this? I, I got this under control. I'm a Pharisee. You do not know. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I, I got this, Jesus. I got this. I-, I got the answer. Jesus says, yes, you judge just right. But then I like how Jesus changes the subject. He says, Simon, <laughs> look at her. Follow me here. Looking at uh, verse 44. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has bathed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. But from the time I came in. She has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil. But she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which were many. Y'all follow that verb? He didn't say are. Are. That that, that maybe somebody don't understand English. He was speaking in the past tense. Said her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. Now Simon's starting feeling kind of stupid now answering that question uh oh of course the one that's given that was forgiven much uh, loves much Uh, that that, that's the one yeah yeah. y'all is it coming home now simon but the one of whom little is forgiven my 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 loves little see the problem with some of the saints today that we forgot what it meant what it means to be forgiven we walk around condemning folks We walk around talking about folks like we're better than them. We walk around like we have always been saved all our life. We act around like we we never cursed, we never gossiped, we never lied. We act like we've always had it together. We act like we always read our Bible. But you know there was times that somebody followed you around long enough they could write a book that you would not want them to see. Sometimes we forget how ugly we are. Jesus said, how can you judge somebody else when you have a plank? But let me help you out. When you have a tree all up in your eye, when somebody else has sawdust in this, you're blinded from all the hurt and the pain that you have. You want to put it on somebody else. When you need to first deal with yourself. Simon is not willing to deal with himself. He's willing to talk about somebody. Ain't that a problem with some saints sometimes? We walk around trying to tell everybody how they ought to act, but we don't pay attention to God. See, are we living right? Am I speaking right? Am I talking right up? Am I praying enough? Am I reading my word enough? Because he's done so much for me, I act like he's done nothing for me. I, I, I can't wave my hand anymore. I, I go to church like it's a chore sometimes. I, I go to Bible study because I'm just supposed to be there. I freaking forget, forget thinking about how good he's been to me. As a song saying, God has smiled on me. He has been good to me. Has he been good to anybody here? Can anybody just wave their hand and say he's been good to me? And then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. Somebody should have shouted right there. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. But those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Who is this that can forgive sins? See, that's the problem with some folks sometimes. You don't know who you're talking to. You won't come up and talk about my life. But what do you know about your life? You're going to act like you can write my biography, but can you tell me your story? See, you act like you always had it together, but I know I've been at the bottom. I know how it feels to be rejected. I know how it feels to have people talk about me behind my back. I know how it is for people to not care about me when I cared about them. I know. What it feels like when somebody just talks about me, dogs me, and smiles in my face. I know what that feels like, and that's why I can come into the house with my eyes just watering, crying because I remember where I came from. I came from a mighty long way. You see me sitting here, standing here now, preaching. But I always haven't been talking about Jesus. I used to talk about some other things, some things that you will be shocked if you hear him say them in the house of the Lord. I used to say some things that my dad had to whoop the mess out of me just to get it out, and I would put it back in. I didn't know the light. I just knew the darkness. I would creep in the darkness. I would walk in the darkness. But then one day i figured out i can't stay here no longer i was at the bottom and all i could do was look up and when i look up i saw the light and the light was calling my name i'm glad today i don't have to worry about you calling my name i'm glad today you don't even have to know my name but i know jesus and he knows my name he calls me his son he calls calls me his child. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you so that when I come back you can be with me. I'm glad today I understand the top because I do know the bottom. I've been down in the valley and I want to be on the mountaintop. I want to be with Jesus. I don't want to act like I've never sinned because I'm a sinner. But I sin less. I don't sin as much as I used to because I Turned away. I'm glad that Jesus said, Your sins were. See, see, they were many, but you are forgiven. Do you understand here that the blood of Jesus can wash you white as snow? The blood of Jesus can make you clean. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that they took him all the way to Calvary? They beat him before they took him there. And they hung him on the crowd. But Jesus' knees were bent. They stretched him wide. In order for him to breathe, he had to stand up and say, Lord, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Uh, can anybody here stand now for Jesus? Say, thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins. Uh, there were many, but now they're gone. Can anybody here stand and say, thank you, Jesus. I've been at the bottom, but because of you, I'm at the top. Uh, can anybody wave their hand and say, thank you, Jesus, for blessing me. Now I want to be a blessing to you. I realize it's nothing I can do, but it was your grace. This <laughs> your amazing grace hallelujah is he alright can somebody say he's alright can you tell somebody he's alright oh good day now children may the Lord bless you real good but on your way home you ought to testify that the Lord has been good to you that he's forgiven you of your sins you ought to go tell somebody I used to be here but now I'm hidden in the bosom of Jesus say yeah Say yeah. Oh yeah Doors of the church are now open. Is there somebody here that wants to come and sit at his feet? Is there somebody here that wants to lay their burdens down? Is there somebody here that wants to walk in a sinner and walk out a saint? May everybody stand as we stand in the hand of discipleship. Jesus said, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, we, we know this is the house of God, but we don't take it for granted. It, it'd be a good thing for you to lay yourself down. You saw that woman, how she came in, but how she left. We don't want to be like the Simon, the Pharisee, but we won't be like her. Is there somebody here that wants to give their life to Christ.